listening to Embodied, Empowered, Engaged, a podcast for women. I'm your host, Mackenzie Eason. Embodied, Empowered, Engaged is a place of warmth, safety, and love for women to share real stories, insights, vulnerabilities, tips, and tools about what it is to live as an embodied woman, empowered in her truth, and heartfully engaged in a life of transformation and service. Together, we explore what it takes to truly inhabit ourselves, especially those wildly uncomfortable, less sparkly parts. Welcome, sister. You are invited to join exactly as you are. Before we begin this episode today, I wanted to take a minute to give a little update on my journey and to also share a special offering. So months ago, I had this insight to answer a call to find an infrastructure or like a medium that helped me support women in a deeper way, a way that fully harnessed my gifts, insights, and previous experiences. There is this devotion in my heart to be in service in the fullest way. And in some ways, it's felt like I've been playing Goldilocks for this last decade. This degree is close, but not quite right. This healing modality has a taste of it, but not the full picture. This certification, you know, like a piece of the puzzle, but not the total embrace. I had to take a really big gulp when the word coach or coaching came up as an option as I've associated that word coach with a lot of people tagging it on to anything uh, with nothing to really back it up and totally living and working out of integrity. So I did a lot of research and I ended up finding the training of my dreams. One focused on supporting women, deep diving, peeling back the layers and showing up. So basically, my heart and soul have been doing a very happy dance ever since, and I've been receiving and giving loads of coaching sessions. And what I'm finding is that having someone in your life to consistently be there for your process, your blocks, your blind spots, your victories, your old hurts and stories, your dreams, and your deepest fears is seriously life-changing. It's what I've found to be the ultimate support for inhabiting yourself, aka not bypassing, accessing your inner wisdom, and really living your wholeness. We don't have to do it alone. So with that said, I am beginning to officially open my coaching practice. For the next three months until June 2018, I am offering my coaching sessions at 50% off. And on top of that, I'm offering an additional 10% off for any embodied, empowered, engaged community babes. So I really want to show up and give back to this growing community. So if you're curious, if you're skeptical, if you have questions, if this sparks your heart, if you know someone or yourself who could really use support right now, or if you already know that this is a full yes for you, the first step is the same, which is a free 30-minute clarity call where we share and explore if it's a good fit. Zero pressure and zero selling you. It's just a chance to drop in. So the place to do that is on my online scheduler, which is calendly.com forward slash Mackenzie dash Eason forward slash clarity dash call. And that first word calendly is spelled C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y. If you'd also like to just shoot me an email directly, you can do that at mckenzie.eason at gmail.com. And don't worry, all these links are also in the show notes, so it should be pretty easy to connect to. Okay, enough about that. Let's go ahead and dive into this episode with our guest, my podcast mentor and favorite Australian, Alana Helbig. 
And I really hope you enjoy this episode. We cover some really amazing insights about transitions. And upon retrospect, listening back on this interview, I was a little loopy on cough medicine, um, <laughs> which is, yeah, a little interesting to share, but it makes for a really lively um, and, yeah, sparkly conversation. So I hope you enjoy. Aloha. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. Today we have with us Alana Helbig. Alana Helbig has held such a special role in the journey of this podcast as she was my mentor and guide through the whole journey of launching it and diving deep and all of it. So a little bit about Alana. Alana is a podcaster, storyteller, and women's mentor. At her core, she is fascinated by the inner pull we all feel to move away from the mundane and create meaning and purpose in our lives. Through her storytelling podcast, Untangled, she dives into the lives of her guests to find out how they untangled from society's giant rule book to create a meaningful life. Through her one-on-one transition coaching packages, she supports women in navigating life, career, and business transitions by helping them to connect into their truth and play an active role in the co-creation of the next phase of their lives. Alana is also the creator of the online program Ignite, Podcasting for Changemakers, where she teaches women how to soulfully and strategically ignite powerful conversations on the podcasting platform. So welcome, Alana. It's such an honor and joy to have you on the podcast, on the show. Thank you, Mackenzie, for having me. It's an honor to be here. (laughs) Feels really, really sweet. Really, I feel my heart just like, like grinning really big. I'm so really excited to have you on. So um, I begin each podcast episode with just a mini drop-in moment. Um, and it's an invitation for you and I to sink in, just get present and include all of ourselves and also anyone who's listening um, to take a little pause moment. And I'll guide us through a moment of sinking in a little bit and scanning. And you and I, as long as this feels good to Alana, just name a couple words back and forth of what we notice is, is alive and present for us right now. Mm-hmm. Taking a moment to close our eyes or soften our gaze. Taking a couple big breaths, not forcing it, just whatever way feels natural. And taking a moment of scanning, doing a little inventory of what's present for us today. So sensations in our body or feelings, thoughts, residues, anything that's present for us, just being curious And yeah, for us, let's take a moment to name what's present and I can go first. And, um, hmm, I'm noticing, (laughs) it's so funny, normally I'm actually kind of tracking myself, but I was so concentrated on what I was going to say, I haven't, (laughs) I haven't actually like (laughs) tuned in for a second here. Um, So I'm noticing today, right now, I'm feeling... Oh, like a lightness in my shoulders and in my face. Um, a little, hmm, there's like a tightness mixed with excitement in my belly. Um, a little bit of head fog happening and a sense of delight feels really present for me right now. I feel very grounded very present and centered, which is a really nice feeling. And to notice a polarity between feeling very grounded and centered, which is unusual for me before an interview, but also feeling the flutter of excitement and nerves in my chest. So just noticing the polarity in like the pace of those two. So one's really like slow and grounded and soft and the other one's like a bit more hot, vibrant and fast-paced. And, it, yeah, it's, it's nice to feel the two in my body together and know that both can exist there at the same time. <sighs> so um, 
I have so much that I want to ask you and learn more about everything that's alive in your life right now. Um, and I'm thinking to start off, if you could paint us a little bit of a picture of about what your work is in the world. And we got a little taste of it from that beautiful bio, but um, painting us a little picture about that and also connected to that where you find yourself today. Mm. Uh, I've always had trouble defining what my mission and unique service is. I hunted for a really long time to try and figure out what it is. And I don't think that I've come to the answer. And in fact, in the last week or so, I've realized that what I thought was perhaps going to be part of my mission is not necessarily the case. So it's really interesting that we should have this conversation now um, with the permission to, you know, always allow ourselves to be evolving and course correcting and, and pivoting. Um, but what I do know for certain about my mission and my unique service is that, <clears throat> so funny I'm coughing while I say this, is that it's to do with voices and women's voices and it is definitely to do with storytelling. There's a huge part of what I do that is very much about storytelling and it is the stories of other women, but it is also my own story. I really noticed that through sharing, through the lifetime of my podcast journey, my life in the online world, the real connection has come when I started to be really honest about where I was at and really start to tell, tell my story. And the connection came with the women around me and attracting my tribe. But I also found through sharing my story very openly like that there was like a level of healing that came from that and a dropping down of of armor and defenses and disconnect from the rest of the world and from other women around me so I really noticed through my own experiences that how powerful storytelling is and whenever I'm creating anything now whether it be you know my 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 podcasting course or I'm writing some things around transition at the moment. I always find I can't help, but my story is always interwoven in there. It's it's how I teach. I teach through storytelling, and I've really had to had to own that. Hmm. Yeah, that word storytelling is. There's something so magnetic about it, and it's so interesting that in some ways I feel like, and I've heard this phrase before. It's kind of like storytelling is this lost art. And it used to be in so many cultures how um, like information and wisdom was was passed down and shared. Um, and I'm reminded too in here in Hawaii, there's the phrase of um, let's let's go and talk story is mm, is the phrase that. for let's drop in, let's share teaching, let's talk about mm. what's alive in your life. It's always yeah, let's talk story. So um, I'm curious, like what is that art or that process of storytelling? mean to you? Hmm. I want to say that it is for me being really honest about where I'm at and the journey that I've, I've come from and also encouraging other women to do the same, to be sharing both, you know, the, the light and the dark of that. But I also feel like I need to put a disclaimer around it because I do see in the online, uh, online world, like a lot of oversharing where there's like a, a feeling of oversharing and I've often questioned mm. for myself like where is the line between sharing openly and honestly and oversharing and I think that's a line that you actually have to define for yourself it's not something that other people can tell you or that you know you can look at how other people are doing it because their line is going to be different from your line so I personally find that there isn't a line for me and sometimes that's got me <laughs> in trouble. Um, but I think it's looking at the underlying intention around why we're actually sharing something. You know, if we're sharing something from a place of, um, uh, from a place of I need to share this because it's going to help other people or in my case, I just need to share it for some, for some reason for me, sharing in the storytelling in this way in the online world is very important and, I, and I'm not quite sure why yet. Mm. Um, I mean, some of that has dropped through, but um, it just feels very import, important for me to do that. 
So, but where I would encourage everyone who is thinking, oh yeah, maybe I want to share more story or share more vulnerably on my platform is to really feel into themselves underneath and the, um, the motivating intention behind what you're doing. Cause sometimes I share and it doesn't come from a very authentic place or sometimes it can have it may have an ulterior motive and that never feels really good. Whereas if I'm just purely sharing because that's what's coming through for me at that moment, that's when I always get that, you know, that great engagement from people and that that um, great connection that we're all kind of craving. But when I share from a place that is not so so aligned or um, that does have underlying ulterior motives around it, then of course, it's never going to resonate in a way that something with pure intentions do. So, yeah, storytelling for me, it's it's about, I guess, figuring out where that line is for myself and also doing that internal check all the time around why am I sharing this and what is my motivation behind this and is it a pure motivation? Mm. I love that process. And I also love what you were naming around this um, kind of permission to be in discovery of what your mission is and it's such a like unique mission in the world it's I feel like that phrase is thrown out like thrown around a lot even myself and it's like wow that it's like a big powerful question and it's it's like something that I feel is a continual discovery process um and uncovering like a continual like just a continual thing and so I love it you're naming like yeah it's it's changing and and um so you've named like oh I'm feeling it's around voices and storytelling and I know something that is emerging in your practice is this transition coaching if you can share a little bit about how that came into being and how that's connected to the space of storytelling and mm. To answer your question, um, it's a really beautiful intertwining story that has led me to wanting to talk more about transition, transformation and untangling. Uh, And I think that's the case, well, it's been the case for me in discovering my mission and my unique service. It was never this light bulb moment, you know, that we always think we're going to have and where the voice of God comes down and says, this is your mission and this is what you do, <laughs> but, um, which is always kind of what I thought would happen oh, stupidly in my head. But, of course, that's, that's not the case. So it's, been, it's just been this real gentle evolution. And had I known, you know, seven years ago or whatever that, this voice of God came down and said storytelling and women's voices and podcasting wasn't even really a thing then. And I would have had no idea what to do with it anyway. So there was a path that I had to walk in order to, to, to discover this work. But yeah, it started, my sister and I started a blog about, I think it was maybe seven years ago and uh, gradually that evolved into a podcast in 2015, which was called She Makes Magic. And at the time I was going through a really dark period of my life and I was at the time transitioning and untangling, although I didn't know that that was uh, what it was called then or what was actually going on. I wasn't, even though my mum was quite a spiritual person and I had been exposed to, you know, oracle cards from a really young age and angel books and all of that kind of stuff, I didn't really have anything around me or nobody really talking about what I was actually going through and what I was actually experiencing. And I was seeing because I'd been in the online world for a while blogging, I was seeing uh, a lot of mm, falsity in the online world and I was seeing a lot of like find your purpose and pictures of women skipping across the beach with their, I made six figures, I quit my corporate job and made six figures and there was a lot of that, there was a lot of life coachy stuff. There, It still is a lot of that now, but it, it definitely has changed. It's definitely getting better. People are a lot more careful about the way that they share and the claims that they make. But at the time, it was making me incredibly 
um, like, uh, incredibly depressed because I felt that there was something wrong with me because here was all of these other women having this amazing experiences in their life and I was in this really dark period hating my life, confused about my sexuality, uh, breaking my, my um, not happy in my 10-year career anymore, um, my relationship breaking down, like a whole heap of stuff was going on. And now, now I realise I was just in a huge life overhaul transition. But I didn't know that at the time and nobody was talking about it. But if we fast forward a little bit, my sister and I started this podcast as a way to um, what I really wanted to do with it for me and my sister took it in a different avenue because she had other things she wanted to ask around where she was at. But for me, I was asking women to share their stories of, of being in these moments of, of confusion and uncertainty and how they navigated their way through that. And that the main focus was on moving from uh, a corporate job into a more soul-aligned business. And so that's when I really started to see the power of storytelling because what happens there with that podcast is a little blog, which was really tiny and small and wasn't getting very much traction, all of a sudden exploded with this podcast. And women came out from everywhere emailing me and saying, me too, I feel I, sh I shared my story very vulnerably on there in the first couple of episodes and women came out from everywhere saying this is exactly how I feel too thank you so much for sharing and that's when I knew that there was something really powerful behind being honest about where we were at and that there was a very big gap in the online world where people weren't speaking into what a lot of people were feeling what a lot of women were feeling and thinking at that time and it was just really refreshing for them to hear from other women that we all go through it too. And so I'm at the point now where um, through tracking that and having lots and lots of interviews with different people and my sister and I ended that podcast and, and decided to do different things. So I carried on and created a new podcast, which is Untangled, which is really allowing me to now explore the transitionary process from the perspective of breaking away from society's constructs and systems of thinking through storytelling so um and and again through that I'm seeing seeing that power but what I'm noticing through all of the stories both from the she makes magic days and from the untangled days and through my own tracking my own experiences with these evolutions is that there's phases that we go through in, in a transition and um, and and so through discovering that that's how I realized that oh you know it's actually we're always transitioning especially when we are wanting to live a soul aligned soul infused life when we're wanting to be in alignment with our truth we're always transitioning we're always asking bigger questions we're always questioning everything and as a result we're always course correcting and uh, we're going through periods of of endings unknowns and rebirthings and beginnings and there is a process there that that continuously happens so it felt to me very much like this year I needed to start talking about that more I have <laughs> pages and pages of notes from over the years of of writing about what I'm was experiencing myself while while I was going through the my own untanglings and transitions what I've noticed with other people around me and yeah it's feeling like this year is a time for me to now start rather than just interviewing people to start really sharing the the insights that I've had through these interviews and through my own journey as well <laughs> wow I love hearing that the arc of that story and um, I'm connecting like the word untangling and the process of untangling, it goes hand in hand with transitioning and mm. it's, it's like with untangling, you are transitioning. And 
I, I so feel that space you're talking to of, of like the disconnect between, you know, what wasn't working, you know, maybe it's your corporate job or, or certain type of work or something. And then the portrayal of the life of your dreams by the beach. <laughs> and like, yeah. whoa, like there is such a, a deep process around that. And I found too, that I didn't feel um, too many people talking about what that transitional space is, you know, it's almost like those funny um, weight, like weight loss stories. Like I used to be, you know, living <laughs> yeah. da da da, and now I live da da da, and you can do it too. And in, on one level, it's like, well, that's inspiring. And like, wh- what? Like, <laughs> what's that middle place yeah. like? And it can yes. be like how you describe for yourself. Like it can bring up so much, and can be such, um, you know, a dark, mysterious, confusing time. And I love that you are speaking to that and sharing your own stories with that and also the insights and takeaways that you've received from talking to so many people and their experience about that, that mystery kind of dark place that can be the transitional area. I'm wondering if you could take us a little deeper into what you've found, maybe any insights or common common themes that you find to be present when going through a big transition in particular with women going through a big transition um well I think that there's a there's what I have mapped out and you know um this this is what I've noticed through through my own (laughs) transitions and through other people's transitions is that I noticed that there is a six six stages that we tend to go through. So mm-hmm. the first one is that um, what I call the friction. It's these phases don't have eloquent names because it's right. still kind of formulating for me. But so this is the first time I've ever really spoke about this mm-hmm. live. So it's this is really actually yeah. very exciting. Let's see how I go explaining it in voice. Um, so the six stages. Yeah. So the first one is obviously that beginning stage and it's kind of like that friction stage where we're feeling, a, I, I call it a friction. So it's where um, the external world is telling us something, our society or the job we're in or um, our family or whatever it be. And it is um, an our internal inner, inner knowing, inner compass intuitive system is telling us something else Uh -uh, this isn't right here so we start to feel a friction between that external thing and our internal knowing or we can also feel a friction between our inner beliefs and old like stories and things and our truth and inner knowing so there can be that friction internally and externally based on whatever it is that we're we're feeling we want to transition out of so often starts with that that kind of friction and if we don't address that friction um, over time, it can get quite like as what happens when you have friction red, red and raw and kind of pussy and gross if we don't actually look at it and pay attention to it. <laughs> or we can have that. Totally. You like my graphics. Um, or sometimes I also see what has happened for me too in the past is if we're really not paying attention to the friction or in my case, when I was going through that very first big transition, I didn't have the inner resources or any external support to really help me um, navigate it and to understand what was actually going on. And so as a result, I just kind of, I did little bits and pieces to address the friction. So one of the things was that I needed to become vegan. So I became vegan and there was, you know, this process around that. But what can happen is if I see if we don't address it, you know, we're pushing it down through, um, oh, God, what choose your poison. As humans, we have so many ways to push down those, those feelings of discomfort and something's not right. Alcohol, drugs, social media scrolling, excessive TV, um, <laughs> sex, whatever, whatever it is, you, you choose your distraction method. Um, but what can happen is if we don't address that, then... I see these what I call soul smackdowns. So it's when the soul soul is like, no, you're not paying attention here and something big often has to take place. So 
you know, we might see a job loss or a health crisis or maybe a death. Well, everything is a death of some sort. But um, or like for me, it was unable to show up in the way that I had previously been showing up and a a deep dive into a depression. So that's kind of like that very first stage. And it sounds so heavy and I've noticed with myself that I have to be really careful about um, how heavy I make this process sound because transition is heavy and untangling is heavy, can be heavy, but where it is leading you to is a really bright, beautiful, more aligned, magical place. It's where it always takes you. So we do have to trudge through the heaviness, but keeping in mind that there is this this beautiful um, gift for us waiting on the other side. Uh, The next next phase then is um, the resistance phase where we kind of drop into uh, stories around why we can't have what what, what we want or all of our old wounds and limiting beliefs and stories kind of start to come up and are asking for our attention and we really have to be willing to be very conscious here around that and start to this is this is the process of untangling where we start to question everything is this really true for me is this what I really want do I believe I can have what I really want all of those kinds of things start to come up here and we this this is often where we have to kind of we go into a deeper layer of ourselves and a deeper exploration of ourselves and this is the key with transition what it's actually doing is it's taking you through these phases deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into yourself and it's taking you closer and closer and closer and closer back to your true self that's the whole purpose of it so what you're doing is you're letting go of anything that is no longer right for you and then you're able to come back to that truth deep alignment with yourself and rebuild the next phase of your life from that true um soul aligned place so the next phase then is is untanglings and endings so this is where we start to untangle from things in our external world that um are no longer can we can no longer take forward with us into the new phase but also where we're untangling internally still from beliefs and and structures uh stories and and wounds and things that we need to clean up in order to build the the next phase of our lives i often um describe this period like tectonic plates shifting so it's kind of like we had this really solid uh, foundation which we once stood upon and all of a sudden it's shifting and we try to anchor into this old foundation that we had and it's just not giving us the same level of safety the same level of comfortability um it, it just doesn't feel right anymore and things kind of start crashing and falling around us and there'll be endings which we choose very consciously to let go of um, and um, untangle from and then there's going to be things as we make those internal shifts and our vibration and our energetic makeup changes there's going to be things that we um, don't want to let go of but that are going to be stripped away from us anyway and I kind of call that stripping for the soul it's where Mm. everything's kind of stripped away it can feel like especially in those really big life overhaul transitions ground zero essentially it's like there's nothing left um and this is when we get to this period of unknown which is often the period a lot of people don't talk about where we're stuck between the old life has ended and the new life is is yet to begun begin and quite often here we have those moments of who the fuck am I you know like who who am I because all of the things that we placed um used to define who we were have been most of it is often stripped away um so you're really coming back to you're coming back right to the truth of who you are and that can be very uncomfortable in this space phase because it is all internal and not a lot of stuff is happening externally. And so in our world, which worships, you know, what we're doing externally, what we're achieving, being certain of where we're going, it can be quite painful and uncomfortable to just sit in this space and say, I don't know. And I'm just going to sit here and wait 
until I do at least have some form of instruction. So that's that phase. And then the last two phases are um, beginnings, sorry. So in the beginnings, this is when you start to get um, ideas trickle down around the next phase and you can start to to consciously lay a new foundation because the old foundation has crumbled. We start to consciously lay a new foundation on which to build upon. And then the final stage is the magical soul slipstream phase, which is where you kind of, you feel like you're really in the flow of your life and you kind of dip out of that internal exploration and move more into an external um you really start to see those external shifts um happening in your outside world because you've done so much of that internal cleanup so i sometimes imagine it like a a u shaped um or a v and you've got all of the phases kind of working from from one side of the v which is the the um the friction stage to the, the bottom of the V, which is the unknown, and then the other side of the V, which is the soul slipstream. And this is an indicative of how deep you are going within yourself. So you through those phases, you go deeper, 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 deeper until you're in the unknown and you're really at your core. And then you start to move more outwards, outwards, outwards again as you move back into that soul slipstream phase. So that's kind of yeah, how it happens. <laughs> I love that. That imagery of the V or the U is super helpful. Um, and it's, it's reminding me of that saying, the only, the only way out is through. And it's like, yes, it's not in a, in a negative way, but in a, in a way that you would really want, like for a change to really happen, it's going to be anchored through the deep diving and the internal work you know you want it to be more than an outer shell and that's what your soul is craving totally Um, yeah I think too it's like you know I know personally for myself in the past I created very unconsciously because I didn't have any concept that I could be a co-create creative force in my own life was Mm. that I created a life that was very, very heady and that was, you know, what I, I thought I should do and what society expected me to do. And so when I went through that first initial real life overhaul, what I saw is coming coming back to your core, it gives you an opportunity to rebuild and co-create a life that is so much more in alignment with your truth and feels so much more like you. And that it's a, it, it's a beautiful thing if you can look at it in that way, as painful as it can be sometimes. <laughs> yes. I, I'm so grateful for that process that you've articulated and I'm like, Oh my God, like, Oh, that would have been so helpful <laughs> to have, <laughs> have spelled out. Cause it's, it's so helpful to have a framing of what's happening and just something to connect to the process. And it, it just feels where you, and this is something I felt in you with the support you give around podcasting is like your attunement to the subtleties and the depth of what's really happening. And I feel that in how you're describing this the process of what's really happening there. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting because I'm going through my own massive transition at the moment and it's like, oh, here oh, I'm, here I am. Oh, now I'm moving. Okay. And it's like so uncomfortable. I don't I don't know if that level of <laughs> discomfort ever goes in transition. Of course not. You're, you know, you're letting go of stuff and there's there's right. always discomfort when there's something unknown. Now, human selves don't like unknown. We like to know what's happening and feel very safe and secure. But just knowing that there is like, I'm in this phase, I'm in this phase actually does alleviate some of that like human, what is going on here kind of response that sometimes we can have when we move into transition. Mm. Right, right. It like it normalizes it. And it normalizes it. Normalizes it. And kind of what I hear you saying too, it's like there's a way to move through it with the uncomfortability without going into like panic, extreme fear mode. Yeah. And that and that feels huge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) 
I think I went into a bit of a panic <laughs> the other week, actually. Um, and I think I think that that is, you know, like a human response to it. Um, but I think what we need to be get really good at when we're in transitions this is something that I've definitely got better at in this transition and probably in future transitions hopefully I'll get better at it even more but is self-soothing so really being able to just tell ourselves that we are okay um, that things are going to work out that we are safe that we are supported and finding Mm. a way to just self-soothe ourselves in those moments because I know we all react differently to the unknown but personally for myself I go into like um, over due diligence, over planning, sort of like um, what's the word that I'm looking for? No, it's eluding me now. But really just, um, yeah, really just like heightened, <gasps> got to kind of like control everything to the point where, you know, sometimes like I'll find myself just pacing up and down the hallway because that's, you know, and so really that's my response to, this is unknown and what's going to happen. So being able to pick up on, on our triggers, like what we, how we respond to the unknown, what our, you know, our human response is to the unknown and then how we can soothe ourselves out of that so we can drop back into that soul space, which is ever calm, ever, mm. ever nourishing and, and is, the, is the place where we always should take instruction from when we're going through a transition. Hmm. That feels huge. And it kind of rolls into my next question that just bubbled up is, is around this process you spoke to of, um, like when the changes are happening internally and it hasn't quite shown up externally Mm. and like that place you're describing too, of like, Ooh, this is so uncomfortable and Mm. I don't know what's going to happen. That place of don't know, and yeah, we're at that phase where it's almost, I see it kind of a, more at the bottom of that U shape and it's internal and it hasn't shown up externally yet. Um, yeah. How, like, how do you personally, and how do you support women in that phase of, of trusting the process? Mm. Yeah, it's a really interesting phase um, because I think, what it 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 is um I guess almost like a reprogramming um I know for myself being in those those phases the old ways of kind of doing life um or navigating life had to go so often I talk about you know the unknown is a land of the soul so you can't navigate it with the head or with human based logic rational you can only navigate it with the heart um so really in these moments it is about connecting back into the heart and what oh yeah i'll just connect into the heart blah 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 it's not like one thing that you do and then um off you go it's like i'm connecting to my heart then you drop out of it then you reconnect back in, then you drop out of it, then you reconnect back in. So it's constantly pivoting and course correcting um, is, is the only way forward. And um, I think to, oh, I mean, there's, so, God, there's so much coming. I'm like, what, what do I share? What, hang on. What's important to share about this? So it is, it is heart-based, which is different from what we're taught in society. So it is a reprogramming here around how we actually navigate. I have this really cool little thing that I do, which I often teach in my podcasting program, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I call it energetic funneling. So we are always funneling our energy to certain beliefs or certain areas of our, our life. Um, what I noticed for myself and particularly for other women in that period of unknown is that quite often where we're funneling our energy is into, I don't know, it's like, I don't know, what am I supposed to do? And really focusing in on the fact that we're lost 
and the fact that we're confused. And so what we're actually doing is funneling energy into a belief and then kind of like fueling it and making it bigger and then it's um, enveloping us and all we can kind of see and feel is the confusion and the lostness. Mm. So I think, you know, so often people talk about this used to frustrate me a lot when I was in the unknown. It's like focus on your big vision, find your passion and focus on that and work towards that. It's like sometimes when you're in the unknown, well, when you're in the unknown, you don't fucking know what your big vision is. You don't fucking know (laughs) where you're going. And I just feel like... Job, you know, like stop, stop <laughs> saying that. It's not, <laughs> it's not it's helpful. Not, yeah, not helpful. I just want to hit you in the nose. Seriously, just fuck off. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> totally. So, yeah, it's like okay. So we can't, um, we can't focus on that if we don't know. But we can stop focusing on the. I don't know. We can stop focusing on the confusion. So we can actually like pull our energy or stop funneling our energy into that particular belief that we have around that we're confused and we don't know Um, and just disengage from it. So just become neutral with it um, and, and, and just stop, stop fueling it. And through doing that, it just kind of, it, it alleviates that pressure. So And I also just like to remind myself after so many transitions that it's temporary. Everything, everything is temporary. You're not, even though it feels like it, you're not going to be stuck here forever. I'm telling myself this right now. (laughs) I'm in a massive unknown period. It's like you're not going to be stuck here forever. It's temporary, you know, and and we need to do what we need to do to um, support ourselves through that. The other thing that I will share also about being in the unknown is it's quite easy. I've noticed for myself in this period of unknown at the moment, it's quite easy to get, let yourself get distracted by things in thinking, oh, that's the answer forward. Or we can get hung up on things that aren't feel like they're creating stress in our life or aren't, but they aren't really the deeper important work that we need to be doing. So I think when you're in that unknown period is to be looking at where your priorities are and where there are things which are maybe detracting you from doing that deeper inner work and, again, untangling from those, letting them go or or putting something in place to allow you to drop into that deeper work. So it's kind of like getting rid, rid of the surface level shit around life so you can drop into the deeper living of life essentially. So I'll give you an example. Like for me at the moment, I am about to go overseas, but I was in quite a little bit of financial stress after being over the, the Christmas period and not having a lot of work. What I noticed was that I was constantly in financial stress and it was detracting me from being in my process of transition which was Mm. dropping into the unknown and sitting with myself and you know not pushing forward with my business yet just yet and so I actually had to go okay well what can I put in place to alleviate that financial stress so I went and got some business services work and some other little bit of work on the side so that's alleviated that and it's allowed me to drop deeper into my my process and so it doesn't necessarily look great the outside world or kind of taking a step back this is what I'm doing and I thought I was going to be here now but I'm not and I'm just like shut up to all of that stuff because right now what I need is to be with myself and anything that is pulling me out of that needs to be cleaned up or let go of or addressed so that I can. Uh, yeah, so it's it's thinking about that as well. Mm. Right, yeah, kind of um, sounds like noticing like because it's uncomfortable or can be like noticing what's there that you're kind of using as a distraction but in mm. it's all different forms of like whether it's distraction or inserting the in game into the process that you're in now without being in the actual process you're in now <laughs> if that makes sense yes. is kind of what I hear you describing it's like as much as you can not zeroing in on the oh my god I don't know I'm screwed like neutralizing Mm -hmm. that and setting yourself up to 
like just actually be in the process of discovery. Yeah. It's a real process that you have to be in, not above or like looking over, thinking about. Totally. You've got to go. You've just got to go so in with it. Mm. And you just have to, um, don't, I mean, nobody has to do anything, but I, I feel like it's so important that um, there's so much inner stuff that is going on mm. that you really have to just be, like I've noticed for myself, there's so much inner stuff going on that I've had to really pull back externally on things. So for the last couple of years I was really stretching myself outside my comfort zone and now I find because there's so much internal comfort zone stretching that's going on, mm. I can't externally be doing that. So I've actually had to pull things back in my business and go, what can I do financially right now that feels in my comfort zone and is just going to support me in being in this process? So right, yeah, it's like, how can I create a, a space for myself where the, the, um, which allows me to continue to feel supported mm. as I move through that that inner process. And you know, mine's, my situation is very unique. But um, I don't know. I know in the past when I've gone through these dark periods, it was I needed to have a coach or I needed to have you know some some form of support around that. So it's kind of like figuring out where you need that support and and the changes that you need to make in your life so you can drop deeper in. Mm. Mm. If you were looking at it from one way, you would say, oh, man, I'm taking a step backwards by having, you know, taking on extra side work. But it's Mm. really looking at like, oh, wow, what I'm actually giving myself is this like amazing container and feeling so supported so that I can actually like harness and utilize and be so in the process that's really like beckoning. And I think that is so, Mm. so beautiful and so powerful. You've described it so well. Yeah, creating a container for yourself, a safe container for yourself. Absolutely. Mm, (laughs) Spot on. So awesome. I feel like we've covered such amazing ground and like (laughs) there's so much juice in the transitional space. And I just love that you're speaking to it and talking about it. And I I see it too. And as such a, a gap in what's talked about um, in the transformational world. And I, I just love, love, love it. And it's, it's, this is kind of connected um, to the work that you're offering. It's like the support around transitions. Um, but a question we often, well, when I say eat, we, I say me, <laughs> I often <laughs> ask uh, at the end of each interview is advice that you would have given yourself 10 years ago. And partly sounds like you're doing that through your coaching work, which is really so amazing. Like, wow, I could have so used this and that. And that's so beautiful. Um, But an invitation to if anything comes up. I'm just thinking, where was Alana 10 years ago? So I'm 37. Am I 37? I think I'm 37. (laughs) So after a certain age, you start forgetting. I know. Um, So I would have been 27, 28. well, I was going, I was just entering then my huge life overhaul transition and mm. I didn't realise it at the time. Um, what would I say to her? I would say to her, you've got to get out of your head. Mm. You've got to get out of your head. You've got to get back into your body. And I, and I think that that would have really frustrated her because she wouldn't have known what that meant. Mm. Um, but you've got to find someone who can show you how to do that that this this is the way that you navigate this now yeah Mm. that's what I would say Mm. I think this is part of the transition too is recognizing like it's okay that you don't know but Mm. there's like people and ways or practices that can support totally yeah yeah wow yeah well I feel so inspired by all the work you do with transitions and finding your voice and your story and uh, that untangling process that is layered and deep and so powerful. And like you were naming too, like it's not just, just heavy. There's also is such amazing gifts and such integration and deeper alignment was a word that I uh, really popped out with what you were saying. So 
I'm so, so grateful. And um, what are like anything in particular that you're offering right now in the world and how can other women connect to you with work or your stories, um, anything like that? Yeah, so my podcast Untangled comes back next month or in March. Yay, so I'm really looking forward to that. So that's the best place that you can connect with me and this stuff. Um, My transition coaching is uh, not open at the moment due to my own going through my deeper transformation. I have had to really pull back on that. Um, But I do share and will be sharing, I think, I'm waiting for instruction from my podcast, (laughs) Um, instruction from her, but I think I am actually going to be sharing a lot of this stuff that I've shared with you today through through my own story um, on episodes of Untangled over the next couple of, like, host-only episodes Mm. over the next few months. So, yeah, if you go to my website and go to the podcast tab, you can subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or by email um, to that and I'll be talking a lot more about transition through that and you'll also, if you're interested in coaching with me, you'll also be the first to know if if and when I do open up, up spaces again. Um, and then, of course, if there's women listening who are like, want to start a podcast then I'm I have my mentoring spaces for podcasting are still open and I also have an online program ignite the doors are currently closed to that but um probably around May they'll be reopening again as well so yeah there's a few things (laughs) and I can't speak highly enough of the ignite program and also your one-on-one coaching and mentoring it's just like the creme de la creme is the phrase that comes just like oh. really, <laughs> I haven't said that phrase like I don't know in like <laughs> five or ten years I'm not sure where it came from but I, I think it should come back I think it should make it come you back. can put that as a testimony on your <laughs> website <laughs> but yeah I just so so deeply appreciate your coaching and your way of teaching and sharing and all that you bring. And um, I can't wait to hear about your storytelling and sharing on your podcast, your transition. And I'm, where are you moving to? I wanted to, I'm, I was just so curious about like, oh, what is your transition? What's happening? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just left Brisbane uh, where I was in, in Brisbane, Australia. I'm in Adelaide at the moment, visiting my family. In May, I go to mm. Bali and I'll be there for at least a month or maybe two months or maybe three. And there, there feels like possibly a visit to Costa Rica and Mexico. And I've actually just received um, an email from an eco village in Vanuatu who is interested in having me stay and volunteer mm. there. So I don't really know. I'm just, yeah, going to, I worked, I worked for a really long time to create my business, create a life that was location mm. independent so that I could go where my soul guided me to go. And um, I have that now, and so I'm I'm honouring that in the process of hasn't mm. been easy. I've um, yeah broken up with my partner, and obviously left behind a very comfortable life, and um, you know don't and not quite sure what's going on with my mm. business at the moment either because I'm I'm not offering certain things um, while I'm because I don't feel I can show up in in my best way. Um, while I'm going in these particular areas, while I'm going through right. my own process, so yeah, so it's it's a it's a deep period of of un- untanglings, endings, and mm. and unknown. So what is yet to come? Something pretty awesome, I think, because uh, like the deeper we go, then the higher we fly. Well, that's what mm. I'm telling myself anyway. <laughs> oh, I feel that affirming that right now, and I have I have goosebumps when you're describing what you're up to. So. I get such a great feeling and just sending you so much love and support on your beautiful transition. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Yes. (laughs) uh, Thank you for saying yes and coming on the show.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed uh, this podcast, please uh, subscribe on iTunes and leave a rating. You can do that with stars or share some of your words on a review. And if you would like to connect with Alana, her website is alanahelbig.com. She's also on Facebook and on Instagram at alana.helbig. And all the info is there with her um, podcasting programs, her mentorship, uh, places to sign up for her newsletter to stay in the loop, all of that good stuff. And one of her main podcasts that she mentioned is Untangled, which is also on Apple Podcasts. Thank you again for tuning in and looking forward to sharing more next month. Have a gorgeous day.